Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan and uh, it is Thursday the 17th. Uh, Aaron Boyd has been our guest for the week and if you haven't listened to Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday's podcast, I encourage you to go back and listen to those to just kind of pick up on uh, you know some of the themes that we've been talking about but also Monday and Tuesday especially we talk more about Aaron and uh, you know who he is and why we're on this podcast together and some of his story. So uh, go back and listen to those. But we've been talking about, um, I don't know, there's themes of thankfulness and worship, as well as God's provision, um, God providing real needs for us. Um, Also the theme of complaining and envy, the kind of the bitterness that comes into our heart when we see other people get something that they don't deserve. And, um, And how that is at war with, that thanks thankful and worshipful heart um, at the same time. So those are some of the themes that have been coming out so far. Um, would you add anything else to that, Aaron, or do you think that kind of? I was actually just thinking how, how good your memory retention is for recapping on everything. <laughs> <laughs> my, my brain does not operate in that capacity. Did, did we talk about those things? <laughs> Holy smokes, you're making us sound really good here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, here we go. Today, my, my short, short-term memory is really good. My longer is not as uh-huh. okay. That's good. That's good. You know, I, I, I think it's been it's been a really interesting. I was I was just thinking, I'm interested to see where we finished in this week because I've always thought we thought in my head about the book of Mark's, uh, book, the book of Mark's, the book of Mark, that um, last summer when I was in the states really kind of screamed at me. Um, uh, but I'm I'm gonna hold on to it and see because I. You know, I'm I'm literally opening up this now. We're going to jump in, and it's like the initial reaction. Yep. To this. And then I see, you know, I know what we're going to do and finish the week off with. So I'll see yep. if it is. Um, All right. All right. Cool. I would love love to see if that comes into play. That's oh, great. God. All right. This is going to be Philippians 21 verses. Tw- sorry, Philippians 1 verses 21 through 30. Um, you mind if I read this one for us? Please do. All right. This is Paul speaking to the Philippians. For to me, living is Christ and dying is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me. And I do not know which I prefer. I'm hard pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ for that is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for you. Since I'm convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress and joy in faith. So that, uh, so that I may share abundantly in your boasting in Christ Jesus when I come to you again. Only live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that when, whether I come and see you or am absent and hear about you, I will know that you are standing firm in one spirit, striving side by side with one mind for faith in the gospel, and are in no way intimidated by your opponents." For them is this evidence, this is evidence of their destruction, but of your salvation. And this is God's doing. 
for he has graciously granted you the privilege, not only of believing in Christ, but of suffering for him as well. Since you are having the same struggle that I saw you had and now hear that you, I still have. All right, Aaron, what's something that's grabbing you about this passage? I, I mean, for me, live is Christ in the dies game. Like we've all heard that a billion times, but that's the point. That's the open handedness in all of our lives where it's absolute total abandon. And so Paul becomes the most dangerous person on earth in the best way possible, where he's like, you can beat me to death. You can throw me in jails. You can do whatever you want to me. And that's fine. And I will keep on going, but it's for your benefit. But the flip side of that is that if I do die and I go and be with the Lord, then that's even better. And so there is that picture where we, Jill would, would preach about it at the times, you know, C.S. Lewis, Narnia. There is a reality where the kids have one life, one place, which is in war-torn England. And then the other side of it is that they are kings and queens in Narnia. Mm. And the reality is, is that we're here on earth for this appointed time. And even just like thinking, you know, like where people go, you know, like YOLO, you only live once or whatever. It's like, well, actually, we, we live if we know and love the Lord. <laughs> we live for eternity. Like we will be with him for all eternity. And so for what limited time or four score and whatever, if you want to look at it, you know, here on earth, let's be people that just passionately throw our lives and everything that's around us and try and bring the kingdom here on earth and live with that a sense of abandon where it's like, well, for me to live here on earth, is it's, it's all for Christ. And when I die, I gain. Do you know what I mean? And it's mm -hmm. like, and, and there is, you know, just recently, like my friend buried his mom through COVID, you know, there, there have been deaths in, in our family, kind of wider families and stuff. And it is hard to celebrate death, you know, um, but in the midst of it is that you know that that person is with the Lord. And so there is a celebration and it hurts and you'll miss them or whatever. Um, but I, I want to be someone that's like that. I, I, I want to be someone that is, is passionately sold out here on earth. But ultimately, I understand and know that my real home, my eternal home is with the Father. Um, I just think, I just think Paul's the coolest guy alive right in that moment, you know, he's like, do to me whatever you want. I'll, or whoever we can do, I'll stay for this reason. But for me to die, I gain so much more. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Brilliant. Yeah. 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 There, he, he's not afraid of anything. It, there's zero fear in that because he knows his resurrection is on the other side of death. And he knows before he dies, the only reason he's here is to, to serve and love Jesus. And so either way, uh, he's indestructible. You know, yeah. and um, that's that's uh, that's so freeing, isn't it? To be free from the fear of death, free from the fear of suffering, and how yeah. much those two things—fear of fear of death and fear of suffering—how much those things um, limit us and uh, cause us to hole up or to be selfish or to you know only serve ourselves and our own needs and um, Kind of locks us up in a room you know um but to be free of those things um is to step into god's kingdom um fully uh fully just totally fearless and willing to enter into whatever god has for us absolutely yeah. agree um 
I love that you drew that out. Thank you for that. I, I was, um, I was just connecting this back to, to what a great contrast to Jonah, you know, Jonah who sees other people coming to faith in repentance and goes, Oh man, come on. How come they don't get what they deserved? Yeah. And instead Paul is like, I'm willing to, to not, I'd rather not go to heaven and instead stay here so that I continue to minister to you and make sure that you are living in the life of Christ also. Like his heart is so for the people that he's writing to for the Philippians, you know, he's so for them and he wants to see their repentance. He wants to see their salvation. He wants to see their flourishing and um, he's willing to suffer and sacrifice for that um, and see other people go ahead of him. And yeah. what an opposite picture to Jonah, who is, is bitter when that happens. So um, I, just, yeah. I just love that, his heart for other people. Yeah. And can we be people like that, that selflessly, do, genuinely lay, lay our lives down and, um, and live open-handedly? You know, there's, there is this, we can age into these moments in life where we live selfishly and we well, I don't want to give that person up because that person's key to me or, or, oh, this guy does this or, or you know, I don't want to share that person or, or whatever. And it's like, man, it's such a small, I don't know what I'm trying to say. They're I'm to articulate it. Like, I don't want to be someone. I want to be someone that just invests in people. Yeah. When you see them go on, there is no sense of me in the middle of that. It is selfless. Um, and so you pour your heart into people, you pour your, your life into people, you sow time, energy, treasure, talents, everything. And then when they go, it's not like I'm going to keep myself attached to them or I'm going to, I'm going to have a hold on them or help hold something over them. It's like this empowering. It's like, go, go and be all that you can be Go and go and literally, you know, thrive in life, flourish in life. Um, and, mm-hmm. and so I don't want to be someone that, you know, I don't think I am. I genuinely don't think I am. Um, but like, don't, don't be so tight fisted with trying to like hold on to things. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. I probably yeah. did that. I no, talking, absolutely. I, you know? I feel the same way. I think of that with my, with my daughters, hundred percent. Am I going to be a dad who, when they start stepping, you know, out into their own autonomy, into their own decisions, am I going to be a dad who, um, you know, over the course of time is, you know, seen to be holding them back and saying, no, I need you to be here for me. You know, I, I need you to do what I want. You, I want you to live the life that, you know, I want you to live um, rather than seeing them for who they are, rather than releasing them, rather than blessing them and sending them and saying, like, go be who God calls you to be and go do what God calls you to do. Or am I going to hold them back into my own conceptions of what I think they ought to do? I think that extends to my other relationships. You know, am I, am I willing to bless people solely for the purpose of serving Christ or do I bless people because I think that I'm somehow, um, you know, uh, developing a, an attachment to them and, and expect something in return, or, you know, I need them to be something for me or something like that. Or can I simply give just to give and with yeah. no strings attached? That's, that's, I think that's like, I, 
I'm, I'm, I'm doing a lot of like introspective work here very quickly. I've had lots and lots and lots of conversations with people in the music world. And I feel like I've poured my life into other people and being selfless. And some of which those people have went on and quote unquote, to become very successful. And what I could do in that minute is I could go, well, you've never done this, 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 or this. Yeah. How come I didn't get my, how come no one poured into me? Yeah. I, and it's like, so when, you know, when, when you didn't know anything and you were, I don't even use the term of nobody, that's not in the thing, but it's, you know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden now you're here, you're here. I could retreat into myself and live in this like flesh and go, well, why, why would you not email me now? Why would you not do this? Why would you not? Or it's actually, and I genuinely feel like I do this, is just celebrate the fact that I know that they are good people and they are where they are because God is in them and he has a specific call. And here's the thing. It's like the more you have, the greater responsibility that you, you know that you've been given in the middle of all of that. And so learn to steward it well, build character, let your character support your anointing. And because um, you can be anointed, but if your character there isn't to support it, it will only go so far. Um, and so that's, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, watching go other. No, go that's... Ahead, listen, go ahead and do some homework. Make sure you're not selfish. <laughs> if you are, just stop it. All right. Uh -huh. Oh, that's so good. And I think that's something that I struggle with too. You know, when you see other people, quote unquote, make it or succeed or whatever. There's this thing in me that that just goes, well, how come I can't do that? You know, why why isn't that me? Why how come I don't get to enjoy that level of success or whatever? No, some I of the think, things that I would look at, I'm just like, here that'll be that'll be epic. That's you know what I mean. Like uh -huh. years ago, I got invited on a K Love cruise. It was mm -hmm. like I wouldn't mind another K Love cruise. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> not because of like. Not because of like, you know, oh, isn't this? It's just like, it was a free cruise. It was brilliant. You know what I mean? <laughs> Here, I was just thinking um, when we started off, we kind of went down a slightly different path. Like, but um, I um, I just jumped into this revelation. It's this uh, Revelation 21. I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, behold, I am making all things new. And that, that continues on. And I think that's, I think that's so emotional for me at the minute, just because when you are, looking around death when you are looking around fear when you are looking around all of those things and for this temporal moment that we are here it can all feel so big and so hurtful and so scary but the reality is is that one day we will be resurrected and there will not be any more tears there will not be any more sickness there will not be any more death and we will live on this earth or the new earth or whatever school of thought you set in um, with God, like and, and it's just that whole thing is absolutely mind blowing. It mm -hmm. really is, and yeah. um, we can keep that perspective as well. Hopefully, stuff here yeah. just get a little bit easier. Yeah, know? yeah. Our looking forward to the resurrection frees us today, even though the resurrection might be a long way off for us. Um, you know, in this life, 
it still frees us today. Like, like you just, you said, when you read that, get emotional because like what a blessing it is to know that now, you know, it just frees you up and you can let go. You can let go of all the things that you normally hold on to if you, if, when you don't remember that. So um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thank you for reading that passage too. Cause I think that's really the hope that Paul, that is strengthening Paul here. And, um, where he's saying dying is gain, living as Christ is dying and dying is gain, meaning I have hope in Jesus beyond this world. And that gives me a new hope within this world. And that's huge. Oh, thanks, Aaron. Glory. Yes. Well, we're going to kick out of this one and we will see you guys uh, tomorrow, Friday. Um, What are we looking at tomorrow? Was that... uh, Matthew 20 verses 1 through 16. So we'll look at that tomorrow. Uh, For now, may the hope of resurrection just free us all um, from the petty things we normally hold on to and grab tied to. And um, may that just free us to be able to stick in it now um, to love other people, right? Like we want to love other people recklessly, (laughs) to use the word from yesterday. We want to love other people um, with everything that we have and um, everything God has given us um, because that's why we're still here. If, if we weren't here to love other people, then we'd just be home with Jesus. So let's go all out in um, loving the people around us. Go in peace, everybody. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm